Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. Happy 4th of July, everybody. And last time we were on the show, we were wrapping up our full season regular NFL predictions. It's a little tongue twister there. And now we bring in Christian to judge our results and debate how did our playoff picture turn out. Then we dive into the NBA free agency with Colby's winners and losers list. A whole lot of firepower lined up for today's show, so sit back, watch them fly, and enjoy the show. All right, fellas, we're here on a lovely holiday, 4th of July, knocking out a quick classic episode real quick. So much to get to since we've last talked. NBA news galore with free agency and Dame and everything like that. But Jill and I, the last time we were on here, hit the NFL picks. We're going to start with that, and we got Christian excited to get his reaction to these. How are y'all doing? Doing good. Like you said, an amazing holiday. Um, Colorado's just given us a great example of the four seasons today, um, or at least where I'm at. We just had hail. Now it's already sunshine and rainbows. It was a little windy earlier, but you know what? It's a, it's an amazing day. Um, I think Joey Chestnut, he prevailed through the storm. So shall we. That's what I was saying. Joey Chestnut came through on America's Day, like always, coming in. Just the the pregame speech about him, dude, just America, just screams it loud and proud. And glad Joey got the everyone rattled up to get back in there, gobble down some glizzies, and say Happy Birthday, America. Surprise, Glizzy Lizzie did win this one. I mean, the debut that was a cool nickname. Everything that was a great nickname. <laughs> Yeah, great nickname all around. Oh, he might have muted himself again. Um, My bad, I did mute myself again. I got to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, you can't be chestnut. Is what I was saying essentially. He's <laughs> like, come on, you're not going to beat him. It's a legend. How many championships is that? Sixteen now. Like that's you're up there in the better. That's like the. The tape, the tennis legends, you know. Yeah, he can do what he does. One of one. Hey, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to be a sixteen-time champ. Sixteen is insane. <laughs> yeah, eight in a row. This is eight number eight in a row. I saw. Oof. Okay. <laughs> Wolf is probably the sound he makes after he scoffs one down. Um. All right, so we got our NFL picks here. Before we get into all the NBA news, got Christian here. So we got to hit these because we didn't spend a ton of time on it after we finished picking them. It was late when we did it. Um, I have a list of some that I think we're too high on, too low on with the records overall. But as I was telling you all before, Jalen, this is the third year you and I have done this, only second, uh, obviously, that we've reported for. But of our picking the whole season right before the year, I feel pretty good about this overall. There are a few we're off on. But overall, I like these picks. Yeah, I'm just trying to just trying to look back at some of these, you know, how we get there and everything, and it's all coming back together. Um, it's just funny where we put the Titans. I think it's funny. I'm looking right now. It's funny where we put Maybe the Titans low. right off the bat. It might be a little low. 
I have them on my list of potentially too low. Not at the top of it, but five and twelve for the Titans maybe is a little low. But probably oh, no. I'm kind of bought into that idea. I think it's just funny if that happens. Sure. So that yeah, that wasn't the first one I was gonna bring up. We have a couple I think we're off on, but overall I like it. Christian, as you see it here. Anything just before we as we get into it. Anything um that jumps out to you. There are a few I think. Nothing that jumps out, I would say. Um, no, I would say it's a pretty standard one. Yeah, nothing, nothing egregious, I would say, because Atlanta has a good, decent shot of winning their division. I mean, anyone in that division has a decent shot. I mean, anyone you can put, I'm like, you know what? Kind of makes sense. Um, the one, though, I do do not believe in that might be a huge gap right now is Seattle. Seattle is the one I'm really not Ooh, high so on. You're not on the Seattle wagon. No. I gotta say I was not either until but after their draft, I'm just like, man, like they just have so much talent everywhere. That kind of has swayed me, even though I'm not a huge Geno guy, but I do kind of just think they have a good coach and they're a good roster. Um but that's fair. We have them ten and seven and as those the six seed wild card. That may be correct. I don't know. We, we kind of went over a little back and forth on Seattle, getting them to ten and seven. Yeah, when I was doing when we were doing Seattle, for me it was just those. You look at the division record; they they're going to. De- I feel like they're definitely going to get their four wins easily from the Rams and Cardinals. Maybe even split one with the the Niners. So I think I think that it just helps that their division's better where they have the talent around them. And I feel like we gave them the split for some of these games just because we did doubt Gino. But I don't know. Look at that. There's a lot of 10 and sevens in the NFC if you look there. Oh, yeah. It's tight. Dallas sneaking in with 10 and seven. Um, I was about to say, you got the Giants at 10 and seven as well. Not getting in. So can I tell you what I think our worst pick was out of all of these as I look through it? Um, the one I like the least, I think the Patriots seven and ten is too low. They're gonna win more than seven games. Nope, I, nope. I think nope. they're gonna be a little better than seven and ten. That's I'm pretty comfortable with that one. I'm pretty comfortable with seven and ten. I don't know. I mean, I think they're gonna be better than they were. They were still eight and nine last year, despite having an unintelligible offense. At least they have a real play caller now. I don't know. I mean, I don't think they're going to be great by any means, but seven feels a little low. I do think they're going to be right there in the mix because of Belichick for like nine wins, maybe. Seven is a little low. I don't know. I mean, look at that division, man. Like, I feel like when we were giving them those division games, we were really giving them the the home spread, you know, the home split of of everything. So I don't know. It's going to be a tough, I feel like seven and 10, giving them three in the division already. You got it. Do you think they're going to sweep somebody essentially to get a better record? Or do you think they're going to just come up with two more wins? I mean, I don't know where exactly the wins would be, but I do just think they're going to get two more wins somewhere. At least one more. Eight and nine, nine and eight feels, I just feel like they're going to be better than seven. And part of me is also just like in the back of my head, even though as we went through it, and I'm not like saying I wasn't picking these games right there with you. As exciting and talented as the Jets are, they also have not beaten the Patriots since the Obama administration. So in the back of my head, I am like, ah, eh, we have the Jets 10 and 7 in this. Can you really trust the Jets? 
to to be that much better than the who they haven't beaten in almost a decade. <laughs> like, well, now that you point that out, I actually would put the Jets in rather than the Steelers, one thousand percent. Oh, I feel like there's I feel like there's way too much hate on the Jets. Everyone's coming in. Everyone wants to get on this bandwagon of going, oh, the Jets aren't going to make it of some sort. I am on actually on the complete opposite. I think we're really overthinking this extremely heavy that Aaron Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder and everyone in that division knows how he plays with this. And he's reunited with um, Hackett, who won him two back-to-back MVPs. I feel like a lot of people are just overthinking this a lot and just want to see Rodgers fail, and I don't think it's going to happen. I think Rodgers is going to make the playoffs at least with this team. Um, and Garrett Wilson, honestly, might be Devontae Adams 2.0 with him, I'm just saying. Whoa. Oh, you want a, want a response for that real quick? Because I'm ready to go. That was good. That was great. I mean, I don't disagree. I do like a lot of what the Jets have, but the Steelers are going to be very good next year. I'm feeling I don't know, think so. I actually, now that you pointed out, I think Steelers will get last in the division. Oh, okay. Man, they came third place in our spread here. Look at them. They came in third. They're only one game above last. This, this, Christian, this is the best rock. <laughs> Steelers have had since the days of the Triple Bs. Whatever you say, dude. Whatever. When, you should show how we the got You should show look across the field and I see Matt Canada, dude. That is just it does not give me shiver my tempers type of feeling. No, but I'm like, oh, that guy. Oh, great. He's gonna call the same six plays. Great, awesome. And they'll still. Right. Hey. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, can you click on the team and see if it shows you how we got to ten wins real quick? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, here we go. See, here we go. They are so not this is how we got the 10. They are not beating Niners, all right? <laughs> I Straight out the game. Oh, not so. Who's going to be the not... quarterback for the Niners in that game? Brock Purdy, Purdy will start week one, and they will beat the Steelers. Like, first, and they're losing They're losing week two oh. against Cleveland as well. Oh, um, I, I agree. Stop. I agree with the Raiders. Stop. agree with the Texans. You're not beating Baltimore week five. Oh, remember what happened the last time they played Baltimore? Rams, I think Rams are also getting overlooked as well. That the, I mean, Matthew Stafford will be healthy for the first six games, and I think he got him right there. So, Rams oh, yeah, that's um, week seven. I did get uh, low on the Rams. I'll give you that. Um, uh, they're gonna beat them. Stop it. They're better than the Browns. Come on, they're gonna be better. Are you kidding me? They have a much better defense. They have better skill players, by the way. Everyone talks about how great the Browns roster is. The Steelers easily have better skill positions. Um, and this is one of those swing games I was talking about. I think we were generous to the Browns to give them nine and eight. Are you really a believer in the Browns like that? Come on. I'm not a believer. No, no, I'm not a believer in them. I just go on and give them a little bit more credit. First of all, Mike Tomlin is going to at least get nine wins because you know he is. Because he just always does. So that's just a fact. Um, nothing's gonna prevent that. He was two and six last year with a rebuilding roster, basically. And he was like, Nope, not gonna have a losing record. So he's gonna at least get nine. So to have him at ten, I don't think is uh, outrageous. And the roster's improved. This is the best offensive line they've had in like six, seven years. Honestly, if Brock Purdy did does come out week one, Colby. I, I I don't know if I I don't know this one this one was probably avoided as a tie game when we first initially started, but that game's gonna be so chippy and so fun to watch. Uh, uh, that's that yeah. one will be fun to watch. I feel like we were very accurate with the Niners, eleven and six. I feel good about that. 
Because I don't think no, it's like, gotten wholly like, like tearing through everyone, even though their quarterback plays who knows what. I mean, I believe in Purdy, but we'll see what he's like off surgery. So I think it's reasonable for them to take somewhat of a step back. They still got the two seed in this. So Interesting, interesting. You didn't want to show them the rest of the picks, man? You didn't want to show them the, the last half of the season? Are we, are we, are we labeling our, our hot takes right now? Because there's one that I'm really adamant on. I might as well. Go ahead. If it's It might as well. Go ahead. It Let's is really hot. And I have a feeling I might get a little bit of heat from this. I, and I think Jalen's on my side on this one. But the Buffalo Bills will not make the playoffs. Make I am saying that. Yes. Buffalo will not make the playoffs. I'm calling it right now. I just have a bad feeling something's going to happen to Josh Allen. And I, it's leading back to the Madden curse discussion we had weeks ago. It has been brewing and brewing on me as we get closer to football. And I am very adamant on that, especially with the Diggs trauma too as well. It is just a storm cloud of just bad juju. And so I'm really staying away from the Bills at all. Like I will put money on them to not make the playoffs. I am just I'm really confident that it's just not going to happen. I, I think it's a train wreck right to happen. I mean, look at that. Let's scroll oh. down to their record real quick, Colby, because if you look, like I, I did give them a lose, made them lose a couple games, and as you see, I made it contentious. I like I said, man, we made it. It's going to be a tough division, man. So I, I'm right there with that take. And I know, Colby, I think you were arguing for some of those Bills wins, and I was arguing against them. So and so my thing with the East is just like the reason kind of part of it's like this. And I'm not like – I don't think that's crazy by any stretch what you said, Christian. I'm not like super high on the Bills. I'm just not a believer in Miami a little bit. I just don't think – I'm a little – think Miami's slightly overhyped. That's my take. So that's kind of why it wound up this way. Um, Dale and I both – Pretty kind of like the Jets, but also you can't obviously fully trust them. So I feel like that's kind of how we got there. I do like the Dolphins. That's why they do have a winning record and and better than the Patriots. So what's going on with the Tyreek stuff? Is he going to get arrested? What's going no, on? I think he's that? walking scotch free. Allegedly, let's just go ahead with that. I don't know. It's his stuff is it's weird when it comes to. Famous people in the court system. I'm pretty sure he's going to be playing week one. Anyways, hey, I mean, Colby, you want to pull up that uh Bills Bills records real quick? Give us a little refresher how we get to ten because they did get the advantage split over the Jets, which I think is fair. Like I can't I can't trust the Jets fully. As much as I like their team, and I do think Rodgers will be pretty good, I mean, I don't know. I can't fully trust him. Here we go. I had them losing right. to the Jets week one. <laughs> there you go, Tristan. How do you like the sound of that? Lost to the Jets week yeah, one. Yeah, no, they're losing to the Jets week one. No, I am, there's no discussion about this. <laughs> they're losing on week one. because Certainly not. Nine, ben? I was gonna say nine eleven at New York prime time. Aaron Rodgers, like, there's no sway the other way. Um, yes. I, was, uh, I was gonna say they have no chance of beating the Jags at their vacation home in London in week five. <laughs> you can't beat the Jags on their home field in London. They're ready for you. The Jags are gonna up that game. 
it's messed up that they got the Bills listed as the home team for that game too. Well, like that's not a home game for them. That's the Jacks yeah. home game. The Jacks are going to be coming from the U.S. and the Jacks are going to have been there for like a week. That's going to be a massive advantage. They're going to cook them. Mm, I, I, I'm really high on the Jets. I think the Jets sweep Buffalo. Um, because Ooh. Josh Allen struggles against the Jets. Defense. You got the Jets in the East. That's what you like for the division. I like the Jets in the East easily. Like I said, I I just think everyone's overthinking. There's way too much people on the side of oh the Jets are gonna fail. I just it's just a weird feeling. I don't have um that it's just it's just way too much, and people are just gonna be at the end of the season when Aaron Rodgers is MVP conversation. Like, dude, why do we do this again? For this like third time. Hmm. That's fair. I mean, here we go. I, I I think there's a reason why they brought in Rodgers, right? Yeah. So I feel like them getting those ten wins, in my opinion, should be the expectation for them. Whether they get in the playoffs or not, we'll probably fold upon the wins and stuff. We're gonna in everything. I do see the Jets making the playoffs in another, in another like a very close reality. Like I said, all there's a lot of 10-7 splits here. Like the fact that we got the Vikings and the Lions at 10 and 7 and the Vikings come out on top is just beautifully ironic. But um you look over on the other side, there's on the AFC and NFC, there's just I'm just looking right now. It's just so many 10 and 7. I think that was our best pick is the NFC North. I feel great about that. 10 and 7, 10 and 7, 8, 9, 8, 9. I like that a lot. I see. I like the number. I just don't know about the order. I like. I think all these these records are correct. It's just that anyone can be flip flop except the Packers. <laughs> the Packers, I completely agree. The other three, though, those could just flip flop in any order, and they wouldn't about not be surprised. Yeah. yeah, like look, look at that Bills situation. Like that one could be an easy flip flop as well in our conversation just now. Broncos are really at nine and eight. Interesting. We're really, we're giving them more games. Well, I am not. I hate Sean Payton. They're gonna fail oh. again. I think it's a smidge high. I would prefer they have like eight, but I mean, I do think they're gonna be much improved just because Sean. I think they get six wins max. They're gonna be more than six. Sean Payton is just still a really good coach. Sean Payton is overrated. He's the most overrated coach in NFL history. A little bit, but like we'll I do find out. And the Raiders are just gonna be terrible. The Raiders are gonna be horrible. Um, I have no problem with them being three and fourteen. Um, I think the obvious other one that I do think we're too low on is the Rams. I do think they should have more than four wins, even though I think the Rams get more, like six, seven. I think they'll be scrapping a few of these wins in that FC. I think four is a little low. Cause, cause like Cooper Cup is like. We people have already forgotten about Cooper Cup. That dude is an animal. <laughs> like he can literally carry that team sometimes. He was at points. Um, so I think I think he's a little forgotten hero. So it all depends on Stafford's health, though. Yeah. That's I mean, fine. look at this opening schedule though. It's brutal for the first three that weeks. Is that is a brutal yeah, start. Yeah. You get to play Arizona and the Colts. But other than that, the rest is a gone. That hmm. is a brutal schedule, other than Arizona and the Colts. Basically, every other team could be really tough. I mean, you could probably give them that Green Bay game. I just saw you scroll past. That one probably would go their way. Yeah, I agree. He has a more better has an overall better roster, though. I think. Mm-hmm. I just, but yeah, I mean, you can make a case. Sure, I do think the Rams should be better. So I'm not gonna fight you too much. 
I just think y'all, you know, I'm sure as you can imagine, Christian, I'm battling to get Green Bay. Anyway. Wait, 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 wait. I'm just Green Bay has too many we, wins. It, we have you guys have the Jaguars at 13 and 4. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. <laughs> yes. We need a real yes. business. Oh, no. I can defend that one. Yes. Look at who they're facing in their division. We give them look six who they're facing. That's why. Six and oh in their division. Any yes. click on this? I want I want to see the, the game. Oh, yeah. And they get two home games in London. They play the Colts with the okay. Then listen okay. to the stretch, bro. They get Texans, Falcons. You think they're dropping either of those at home? Um, I'm pretty sure the Falcons game the Falcons game is in London as well. So they're getting the two London games. Then they get the Colts, the Saints, which we had them losing on Thursday. Pittsburgh, who, you know, <laughs> we don't have the best history with the Jags. So I didn't fight on that game too hard for the Steelers. Um, then they play the Niners, which is tough. But then they get Titans, Texans, Bengals is tough, Browns. Ravens, and then, I mean, listen to their last three games. Wow, you had them beating both the Bengals and the Ravens. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh Yeah. Doug Peterson is very underrated. So, he, so you're telling me the Jaguars are going to sweep the AFC North right now is what you're telling me. No, yeah. the Browns, we, we gave the Browns one just randomly. Oh, I can argue for that one, too. That's the Browns beating them. Which I think nine maybe is a little too much for the Browns. But listen, by the way, even if the Jags are fighting for playoff positioning, their last three weeks is Bucks, Panthers, Titans. That's a nice. I thing. argue they uh, lose to the Bucks. I argue they lose to the Bucks for some weird reason. <laughs> the Florida Baker Baker Mayfield Bucks. Here we go. The practice video of that Baker Mayfield trash QB competition. No, the Bucks are going to be abysmal. Stop it. Look at the team. No disrespect to Todd Bowles. I think he's a good defensive coach, but look at his history as a head coach. You think they have any shot? Was it? Wasn't Todd fired? Maybe. Was no Leftwich was fired. That's what it was. Yeah, they're four. We have four and thirteen. I think that's fine. They're gonna be horrible. They're gonna be horrible. It's crazy. They're gonna be four and thirteen and end up with the fifth overall pick because that's how low we were on some of these guys. And I argue that again, the Packers should be lower. I do argue the Packers should be much lower. They should not tie the Bears. I think they should much be lower. Any wins at all? Wait, I also I will be doing this as well. Week one for the Packers Bear, I will be putting a lot of money on the Bears. I I, a lot, like I mean a lot, because because of that father say comment Jordan Love decided to make the like makes sense so corny. So, Corny, he, he called them his dad. He called them his dad. Like, you were not. You're setting yourself up for failure, dude. And I'm pretty sure it's at Chicago, too. So I I am putting a lot of money on Chicago. Right. Right. Come on, Colby. Let's see you try to defend the Packers' eight wins this time. Let's see it one okay. more time. All right. Fine. <laughs> I'm the Packers. Fine. Okay. So, oh, first of all, we, like, have, <laughs> we have them 0 2, which I think is fine. Saints, Lions, the, the Packers have legitimate young receivers, legitimate running backs, a pretty good O-line, and an okay defense. It's not great, but it's not horrible. They they get the Saints, the Lions. Look, we had them. Oh, Broncos game. They get the Rams. We gave them the Steelers game, which is generous, but, like, you know, that's a Steelers game to lose. We gave the loss to the Chargers, loss to the Lions, Chiefs, Giants, but then they also finish Bucks, Panthers, Vikings, Bears. You're, the Packers are going. This is fair. This is fair. 
they're going to get games in this division. It's just because it's a rivalry. They know each other. I don't think LeFleur, I think LeFleur has flipped. He's now that he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers. Before, I thought he was a little bit overrated because of the success they had in the regular season. And then it's like now it's gone too far. It's like, oh, well, without Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be terrible. Like, they have no chance. Like, I think it's a little bit of a happy medium. Like, I do think LaFleur is still a pretty good coach. I don't think he's a great coach. But, like, I still think he's an above-average coach in the NFL. They have still have real pieces. They know these teams in their division. Like, I do think they're going to get a lot of these games. Eight nine, I think it's fair. He's seven and ten, fine. But I think they're going to be closer to eight and nine. I would not sleep on him. We'll see how Lafleur does without Rodgers because uh, his track record without him isn't too great. So we'll see. I'm that's... excited. Packers are fascinating, man. Sure, they're fascinating for the four seed and the NFC North. That's that's why I like the NFC is fascinating because it's like a wasteland out there. Snowman. Anyway. And when I hear it, it's competitive. That's why I hear it's competitive. That's true. Um, all right, were there any others that y'all thought were like real bad? Um, let's see. I don't think so. I want to say but overall. Love the Raiders at three wins. It just sounds like the end that of the sounds game. About right. Horrible. Um Jalen thought about the Saints a little bit. Oh, the nope. NFC, the NFC South. Somebody has to win it, okay? And I don't think the Panthers' time to win it is now. But eight wins is there. I, ah. I do. I don't think Bryce Young is going to be the guy to get, bring these dudes That's to the playoffs. Like I just don't think they're the guy. So if I had to hand it off to somebody, I would hand it off to Desmond Ritter over Derek Carr, just because. I, uh, I would disagree. I I am not a Desmond Ritter guy. I think he fails. Uh, and give me the Panthers to win the division. That's what my take is. <laughs> up on the Panthers. I am up on them. I, right there. We have them eight and nine, which I think is fair. It's going to be anyone's. Like, I gave them a lot of the division games. Like, I, I, you can ask Kobe. I was up on the Panthers. They're my sneaky team, if anything, in the NFC. So. I like the Panthers as well. Um, the only other thing, like I said, Arizona will probably get more than one win, but, you know, they're going to be bad. So it's tough to pick wins for them. <laughs> Um, I guess. Oh, the Commanders! I'm completely yes. ignoring the fact that I want the I wanted I wanted to say this Commanders man, thinking about the Sam Howell situation, he has to go off, right? I mean, like the situation's there. No one's looking at him. Like th- this can be it. Like they have no expectation, no contract, you know, negotiations to worry about. You're getting a fresh owner potentially. Like, oh. <clears throat> I don't know. Not, that's that's a that's a team that I wanted to just put a little emphasis on. I wish that it just sucks. The NFC East is also very competitive. Yeah, I was really laughing because that was exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> was the Commanders? I wanted to get Christian's thoughts on that. I do feel like six and eleven is maybe a tad harsh because they do have a pretty good roster. But I mean, I I think Sam Howell has some potential. Could be fun. I don't know though. I can't trust him. Uh, Christian, yeah, I, I, I don't know about Sam Howell yet. That's the thing. He had a great game to end off the season last year, but that's like one game. I can't really. And he looks a lot like Baker too, so it doesn't help his case. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah, it's a really, it's a really toss up. Like I wouldn't be mad if they did good. Um, definitely would be disappointed if they do bad because you know Ron's gonna get the, get the kick if they do. Um, I think it's make a break for Ron, but mm, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I feel like also the Cowboys and Giants both being at 10 and 7 and Mike McCarthy getting the split over Dayball it's just crazy in my mind. We just know, I just like, I don't know if, how I feel about McCarthy getting that split. I I feel good about this because the Giants, I could see just being up, down, vertical, like every season. Like they'll flip-flop if they'll make playoffs or not. And I don't think the Giants make playoffs this year. Just, just a little hunch. Huh. I, see I feel like. I kind of agree. I, that's why I just see like I don't know, just the idea of just Dave losing the chess match to Mike McCarthy and not making the playoffs is crazy. I agree, but then I look and I'm like, oh well, Daniel Jones is the quarterback. <laughs> they do have some limitations. That is true. But I mean, Dallas has its own limitations as well. With I mean, they don't have the Kirk Cousins. They got the off-brand version of Kirk Cousins. So <laughs> can't can't really. Can't really say how, how how far we know where this guy can go, but as long as the Cowboys don't face the 49ers in the playoffs, who knows? They can actually make it to the bowl, the Super Bowl. Black is definitely the on-brand version of Kirk Cousins, by the way, just because he has all the media attention because of the Cowboys. But good joke overall. No, I don't know. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is still the OG. Kirk Cousins is the, I mean, they're both very solid above-average quarterbacks. So they got that going. Look, we had them both going 10 and 7. That's right on the money. That's where they want to be at. That's what they live for. It pains me to see that. But <laughs> with an un- unproven defense, I- I- I'm happy with the number 10 and 7. Um. All right, we got about four minutes left on this. We can finish up any of our thoughts on this before we hit the NBA. Um. I got a little NBA stuff for us. Not too, nothing too crazy. We'll just go through the news. But any final thoughts on uh, these predictions? I think this is the time where we can finally go ahead and uh, say that the Chargers, is this the do or die season? Like, even if they make the wild card, they have to win a playoff game still, right? They have to win a playoff game. And in our our predictions here, we have the Chargers playing the Chiefs. So, (laughs) so, um. Thoughts, folks. Thoughts on that. The Chargers just being in the world's toughest pickle in the wild card round. Oh. Stanley's getting the can. Yeah, they don't win that game. No way. Not in Arrowhead. Dude, okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Last time they lost by 30. I mean, this is this has to be the one where you prove them and shock the world and prove everyone you can at least win a playoff game. Yeah, and Justin know. Herbert gets his contract, and he could just sit there and you know, chill in Los Angeles. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I know mean, it's Patrick. I know I'm betting against Patrick Mahomes, and that's a big, big challenge. But I have to, I have to toss that idea up there. I mean, it's they do play him tough, but the Chiefs, I always think, trust them to win. It's the Chargers. I mean, I just never see them do it, so I don't know where they would start. I don't know. I just think I think Herbo gets thrown into the top five quarterbacks in NFL right now way too often for a guy that doesn't hasn't done anything. Just saying. Hey, hey, this is still Herbo, man. I I still have the hype in Herbo. Just saying, like he gets tossed way too much in top fives. So there's someone that doesn't, hasn't. This really is the done game anything. to prove it. This is what I'm talking about. Last time he blew a thirty point lead. Everyone's now making a mockery. Look how much you turned your back on Herbo, man. You were right there with me hyping him up. Now look at you. Now no, I'm all about myself, no, hyping you, up Herbo. You can't blow that big of a lead. 
against the Jaguars. This is the game. You have to prove it, man. But I, I do think I have to. I have to kill more. This is a this is a big prove it game. So uh, that uh, I can see you both rallying to the Chiefs. I'll understand it. But this is it, man. Imagine if Herbert pulls this off. I, I'm stand, I'm gonna be sitting here on January saying, "Look, here we are again." Probably not gonna play the same matchup, but they're gonna be in the wild card round for sure. I can definitely see that happening. And I will definitely be here saying this is a big proof of the game again for Justin Herbo. And I had to throw in his first name for the first time because I am a little concerned, but he gets the nickname at the end. So he's going to prove it, man. I'm promised you guys. He's going to prove us wrong. Well, you guys wrong. I'm going to be right. You could see that. I mean, I think we got him in the playoffs. He better be in, at least in the playoffs. The AFC's a war, man. These teams are legit out here in the AFC. If so many of these teams are good, it's crazy. Some of these rosters. All right, we'll play off matchups you like here, Colby. All right, real quick, we got a minute on this meeting, by the way. Um, if I speed through it, I'd say Ravens, Chiefs. As much as I want to say Steelers, I guess I have to give it to the Bengals, probably, if I'm not being too biased. And then I say Lions over Atlanta, probably Vikings over Seattle. Uh, of course, the Niners over the Cowboys. Ah, irony goes a crucial, crucial is a crucial bitch on that one for the Cowboys. Um, Christian, what do you got here? Quick run through. The I, I would agree with everything Colby said, except actually, I will take the Steelers over the Bengals. Oh, okay, then I. Yeah, take- I was about to say. I like it. I wanted to say it, but I didn't want to seem biased. You saw how they choked it last time. That's true. Plus, then it'll be easy pickings for the next round. That's why. So, oh, that's not on the not next that's meeting. Not. Next meeting, you'll find out, Cole. You'll find out next meeting. Wow. Let's see, Chiefs, Steelers, Jags playoffs. Seen that before? All yeah, time. you have seen that before. You have seen that before. It's exactly. There's always the favorite <laughs> choke. Next time they're the underdogs. Ooh, that could be just what they need to reverse the voodoo. How about I don't know about that. I don't know about that. All right, so we're going through the rest of these playoffs. So, all right, we got the picks being uh, Ravens, Chiefs, Steelers. Um, all right, what's the vote on these other uh, these NFC games? The Lions, Falcons. I said the Lions. Lions easily. Yeah, I, I was about to say someone just had to win the NFC South. They don't have to do anything with it. Yeah, they're so. they're not making it pass anyone there. <laughs> It's funny. It'll be a fun game for them to host, though, for sure. It'll be pretty lit. Oh, yeah, that would be a lit game. All right. Uh, Seahawks at Vikings. I said the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. I'll go Vikings, obviously. Here. And then I had, we all had Niners over Cowboys. Niners. Well. Yep. All right. Uh-oh. Switching like crazy. Okay. So that gets us to the divisional round. We got Ravens at Chiefs, Steelers at Jags, Vikings, Niners, Lions, Eagles. I like those odds. Probably the Chiefs, just because they're the Chiefs and they always win. Nope. Nope. I don't know, man. I think we're just nope. nice to the Ravens having them this. Nope. I would say nope. Jalen, you got the deciding vote there. All right. <laughs> this one's a tough one. I was already here sitting here saying that the Chargers should already be in this spot. So 
if I'm sitting here saying if the Ravens were to play the Chargers, the team that I have beating the Chiefs, I would definitely probably have the Ravens beating the Chiefs as well. <laughs> so uh, just from just point of elimination, that is just how I would have ha- uh, just been through eliminated. It. That is uh, that is going to be an electric game. And I would just want – and you have to understand, Colby, under, we know – everyone here knows how good Patrick Mahomes is. But I feel like also everyone here also wants to know, who can finally beat him? And yeah. Lamar Jackson's definitely one of those guys who can beat him because Joe Burrow's not in that category. And are you going to sit here and tell me that your your Steelers and Kenny Pickett are going to beat him? Or are we going to sit here and watch Patrick Mahomes walk into another Super Bowl? Come on. Let's, let's get, let's not only get, let's Wait, toss the ball. I I'm doing a stand here. <laughs> can I counter your stand with the point of a flashback? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember, but last year when we made our predictions, we also had the Ravens making a deep playoff run like this. And how'd that go? So that's my count. Listen, we have people to catch the ball this time. That is my argument. I'm, I disagree, but, I mean, it's two to one vote. So, fine. We can oh. pick the Ravens. It's mostly about the records on these predictions anyways. Playoffs, who knows? All right, Steelers at Jags. I mean, this could be a Steelers kind of upset. Crazy run. Steelers-Ravens, but – it's going to be tough to face Trevor Lawrence and Peterson. So I won't fight it too much if you're going to say the Jags here. Can your defense really do it? That's the question you should be asking yourself yeah. there, Colby. I think so. It's going to be a real good defense. <laughs> I think it's going to be very good defense. They got depth and pass rushers everywhere. Dude, I feel like we have not seen how good this Jags offense is going to be. There's a reason why they're number one, guys. It's, it's because – I think Alvin Ridley and Trevor Lawrence are just going to pop off on I everybody. I agree. I do think the Jags are going to be a juggernaut this year. I think they're going to be a problem. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be fun to watch for sure. Yeah. They're going to be a Especially problem. From the NFC, at least, from a perspective, I'm going to have a blast. So I'm going to definitely say, I know your Steelers defense reputation's there, but I'm obviously going with the Jaguars. There's no way they're getting one and done. AFC championship game in Jacksonville would be lit. In Daytona or Duval, just imagine that. If this thing will work, oh, this thing's glitching out. But Christian, what are your thoughts on that game, real quick? You haven't said anything. Uh, yeah, it's a tough one, but Jags somehow always have the Steelers number, though. That's the thing. That's what. Ah, uh, yeah, I would have to go. Jack. I think this would be a really close game, though. Oh yeah, it'd be a heartbreaker. So our AFC Championship. We got Ravens, Jags, but yeah. let's talk, about, Colby. You obviously let's talk about your perspective. One, it would be what round two? It would technically be a round two of Jags versus Chiefs. I think that's a win in the Steelers season. Oh yeah, that'd be Does good. Does Steve make it that far? Oh yeah. Yeah, Kenny Pickett only year two still. I feel pretty optimistic going forward. Still a super young team offensively, so like very optimistic about the ceiling of it. Oh yeah, but round two though. Chiefs Jags. That what would what would your thought who would you go lean for that one, Cole? Chiefs Chiefs Jags? Yeah, for round two, if that was the perspective AFC championship. Oh, I mean I really want to say the Jags, even though I trust the Chiefs more. I think the Jags are gonna be juggernaut, man. I'll I'll just I'm cool with the Jags. I could see them making the Super Bowl run easily. All right, all right. And now to the NFC, folks. All right, Colby, let's show them. Let's see the good stuff here. 
trying to get the file uploaded. All right, NFC, the good stuff. Three seed Vikings versus two seed Niners. Here we go. All right, I'm not letting the Vikings go any farther than this. Come on. This is generous of us to have him. I go. definitely can. The Niners, Brock Party has more uh, playoff success than Kirk Cousins already. So he's he's been there before. He's a savvy quarterback. He's a clone. Kirk Cousins doesn't know what that grind is all about. He's never had to play in Ames, Iowa. He gets much better talent all the time and be a saucy baller. Um, it's Michigan State. If we've got him going this far, <laughs> good. Kirk is good, but I mean, Purdy's just more athletic. He's younger, and they have a better team. I trust him more. So I'm sorry. I'm saying Niners here. Fuck, man. Shanahan's got to do everything all the time. And he finally lost his defensive guy and his offensive guy in the last two years. You can't expect him to keep turning out these amazing coordinators. I say it has to end eventually. This this weird tier, reign of tyranny that he has going on in the NFC, where everyone just has to ride the 49ers. This is time when Kirk Cousins cashes in. Everyone forgets. He's on a contract here. This man wants to get paid. This is Kirk Cousins. Work. This man, this is contract here, Kirk Cousins we're talking about. This man has something to prove. If there's anything left to prove for him, it's to go on a playoff run, man. You got to get your ass in a playoff run. It's about damn time. So I'm saying Vikings because it's about damn time this man made a run. You got the deciding vote then. Uh, I'm just going this basically off the fact that I've been on this wavelength a little bit. It's been kind of brewing on me, but I think we do get a rematch in the NFC Championship game again. 49ers. <laughs> I think it's very possible because they're a team. I think it's a very good possible that there is a rematch. Rock Party is like really good again, and you're like, oh, now they just actually have a pretty electric young quarterback. Like, who knows what the Niners could become? Like, you can see it all over storyline rematch, and this time a healthy Brock Party. (laughs) And so we'll see. We'll see. Um, this is, I mean, we're all in the Eagles over the Lions. I mean, I love the Lions, but I think that's gonna be a tall order. This is where, uh, this is what stories are made of, Colby. You got the Lions getting this one in Philly, that'd be legendary. That I would had be a Vikings really Lions championship. By the way, the Lions also haven't won a playoff game in like 30 years, so we already have them breaking one historic drought in the wild card round. Getting to the second round. I would love to see it, but I don't know if I can see it. I mean, come on. Let, let's think about it here. You want to you want to see this Eagles team with all these old dudes, or do you want to see Dan Campbell, Jared Goff, lead I mean, this scrappy this. young Lions team to the promised land all okay. by himself and prove himself? Or do you want to just go with the, oh, they just got, you know, the power, these old power, these old vets and the, uh, just a quarterback who, by the way, by Philly reputation, does not live up to reputation, does not live up to expectations when paid. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the uh, playoffs. Wentz, though. I'm I throwing it out there now. I'm going to start cursing this man as much as I can for the sake right. of the NFC. I mean, it'd be cool. I would love to see the Lions there, Christian. Oh, I would. It would be really cool, but I don't think that happens. It would be a tough weekend for the NFC North if that happened. So we have a rematch. That would be disgusting. The whole Midwest would cry. It would be a heartbreaker if it goes that way to the coasts, each coast. Um, All right, well, it's not loading right now. But essentially, we have Ravens at Jags, AFC Championship, Niners at Eagles rematch. 
I mean, I'm taking the Jags. I think we've been very generous to Baltimore having going this far. I've said before, I'm all in fully on the Jags. So let me just play my foot there. I say Jags. I mean, I mean, this is it, this this is. I mean, it's Baltimore's year. I'm just saying it right now. So it's just we're locked and loaded. Like we're ready to go. I'm ready to get absolutely just full on 2019 vibes again. Reason for Jalen. Come on, you know what you want to say. There's a reason why the Jaguars again are number one. It's because for some reason the Ravens have some weird games when they go to Florida. I don't really, know what really bad games. Yeah, you guys have some weird. <laughs> weird was a really nice way to put it, but yes, they don't play well when they go to Florida. We won. So, I think the only. I think the one we've won was the Bucks last year. Every other game, though, that we've gone to Florida in the past like three to four years have just been the weirdest freaking game. Yeah, it's been some weird ones out there for the Ravens, um, but. Both these teams talk. I want to talk about their defense is because obviously we know Ravens are loaded on the offensive side, but this is where they also spent, you know, the Ravens focal point of their offseason money, which was we all forgot Raquan Smith. Um, we forgot that man, and we forgot the fact that the Jaguars they got a couple of guys down there, but I don't think they got that big star power like Roquan. He's gonna be a key factor, but going up against a guy like Trevor Lawrence, man. And there's a reason why I have them at that one seed. I just think Duval would be electric if they had this win, man. So breakthrough finally. It's gonna be a breakthrough at the end of the day for Duval, I think. John Harbaugh, though. I don't, would you if you were a Ravens fan, how hot of the hot seat would John Harbaugh be on if he lost this game? I don't think it'll be hot. I think it's more like Lamar Lamar finally got to the championship type of like aspect. I don't think John would be on the hot seat. John would be on the hot seat if we didn't make playoffs. Yeah. Okay. So the seat would cool off a little bit, it sounds like at least. All right. I would definitely love to just see this matchup. Like I said, Roquan is definitely my X factor when it comes to it. I definitely can see it go either way. (laughs) But I'm going with the Jaguars because I rallied for him in our and our picks this year. All right, Niners Eagles rematch. I still probably say the Eagles. <laughs> Colby. Go Niners. Do we have to do this again. Do we have to do this again? Rock in the NFC. Remember, this the schedule prediction is based on health. So, are we doing this again, Colby? I mean, do I we like... want to do this dance with Brock Purdy one more time? I like Brock Purdy. I like the Niners. So the love hate relationship. Me, I thought well, this love hate relationship thing was going to stop. I'll fight you. Christian says the Niners too. I'm not going to argue because I could see the Eagles regressing a bit, even though I do think they're going to be awesome because of Hurts and their roster. I think you are just too hype on and too high. Actually, I'm going to say you're too high on Hurts, man. I, I'm going to. I'm hoping he has a reality crash this year. Another person that I might have to do a voodoo curse on. But um, I'm going with Brock Purdy, man. Come on, Colby. You got him going doing all these spectacular things. He stopped cash money, Kirk. That is one of the biggest challenges to do in the playoffs. And the NFC side, at least. What kind of challenges have the Eagles faced so far? Definitely going to say. Give me the 49ers, in my opinion. Christian? Ooh, deciding factor here. I think... Uh, I mean, as you guys know me, I love storylines. I love a redemption story. Give me the Niners in a redemption rematch. 
I'm not gonna fuck party. Digging Colby's grave. the Super Bowl would be amazing. He'd be legendary. Oh no! Don't, don't turn around so fast now, Colby. Don't turn around so fast. I said I wasn't you gonna fight. Turn... So there you have it. That is your Super Bowl official good stuff Super Bowl prediction. Niners at Jags. Niners Jags in the Super Bowl. I mean, give me the Jags all the way, baby. Come on, this is their year. Magic Jags. I would definitely be with you on the Jags, though. All the magic that Brock Purdy has and all the love that I have for him it just can't be stopped for the, the Prince of Football, who would, I guess, become the king now, maybe? I think he would still be the Prince, even though he won the Super Bowl, because oh. Mahomes is still around. But I feel like it would be a fun bet to have for the Jaguars to take one. Being an absolute buzzsaw. I have no problem with that. Trevor Lawrence is a dog. Christian, Super Bowl take? I would take this is, this is This is one I'm not going to overthink. Kyle Shanahan, so do. That's, that would just be my driving modem. Please do. Oh, so you would go to the Niners. I don't know, man. Dougie P, he's got that, uh, he's got the, he's got the swagger for it. Yeah, I, think, I think our hopes are getting a little too high on Jacksonville right now. <laughs> Do we know Jacksonville's history? I don't know. That just will be always be in the back of my mind. I'm like, I'm going to remember it is Jacksonville. Hey, I mean, Brock Purdy's going to be his first time in the Super Bowl, man. Like, hey, they, they won the redemption game. That was their Super Bowl, you know? This is Jacksonville Super Bowl. They, they, yeah, they got, past, they got past, you know, the Ravens. It was a chippy game. You know, Justin Tucker maybe just barely put him on the edge and they somehow rallied to come back. But you know what? Here we are. Jaguars, you're in the Super Bowl. You're facing the 49ers. And what do they have to do? They had to face the Eagles, and they're just so emotionally drained because they just finally beat the Eagles. And, and all the people like Colby who were just riding the Eagles all year long talking about how hyped Jalen Hurts is finally got their revenge. Tired, and then Trevor Lawrence comes in, swoops in, takes it like he's done before in the college. <laughs> right, that would be tough. Oh, okay. Are we ready to hit this NBA before we head out? Yeah, man, there's been some crazy NBA stuff, right? Yeah, so free agents yeah. started, people have signed. Dame is officially asked out, so it's Harden. Um, so much has happened. Um, so I have a sort of funky kind of winners losers list it's a little fluid but other than that i don't know if you just want to hit on the news i mean where do you want to start with the nba jalen how you want to do it bull bull got released yeah i did see that that's that's sad it's probably over it's for tragic. let's hit the news because there's been some news there i hate that my news is on the, some news that i've heard is on the list already on their headlines but let's hit up the news that way we can see what we're talking about for the winners and losers. All right. Yeah. So I guess we'll just start with the big stars. We can hit Dame quick. I mean, we've talked about Dame a lot, like everyone has. Um, but he officially asks out. He says he only wants to go to Miami, but the Blazers say they're still considering other offers. I mean, I guess he's probably going to end up on Miami, I would assume. They have at least some stuff they can give Portland that's kind of interesting, even if it's not great. Um, if he's willing to not like fight it and go to Brooklyn, Brooklyn could definitely give him a better offer, which is interesting. He said he would go there at one point. Even though since he doesn't want you now, then there's the Philly part of it, Boston or someone else making a weird move from the outside. 
Um, the Dame thing's fascinating, but it's good for Portland overall, and I think it's probably going to end up being Miami. I think it's messed up how everyone's bullying Miami to be the trade suitor for the Portland Blazers when the Blazers have every white right to go after a team that can give them give them a better offer, even though they're not contenders in some cases. You know, there's teams out there with centers galore that can just <laughs> give you the big men to help you nurture these young players. You know, let them, let them take those shots and know that you got a guy to clean up the glass. Who are these teams that you're asking yourself, right, Colby? Like, who are these teams that Jeff Jalen's already talking about? Well, you got the Pacers. Pacers got a big guy. He, you know, Miles Turner, he, he could be there, you know. Yeah, that's one of the big guys, you know, that you can trade. Um, you know, the Suns, I, I don't see that happening. But, you know, DeAndre Ayton could be a part of an equation. Uh, what is that guy up in uh, up in L.A., the Clippers? Zupac, he's still around, right? You can get go, go get him. But let's talk about the real suitor here. Minnesota Timberwolves, man. I mean, I don't think that wouldn't that is not even gonna happen at all, but they should be a part of this equation for you guys. I mean, I would agree. But, but if we're talking about where I actually think, sorry, Colby, to keep cutting you off. Um, I would actually at this point, the amount of times that I've just seen Miami in these reports, I just don't want them to land in Miami now. I think it's disgusting how much I've seen it. So I just don't want them to be there. I would I would prefer any eastern contender besides Miami. And one of the fun ones was Milwaukee. And I was like, you know what? That would be fun. So I agree with that, but I just don't think Milwaukee has <laughs> Milwaukee has even less that Portland would want than Miami does. So they don't That's even the holiday trade. All their people are old. Like at least Miami has some young guys they can give you. Brooklyn could give you the most if Dave will go there. Because they have all those picks from the Durant and Irving trades. Um and they have a bunch of wings, Ben Simmons and another wing, maybe a Cam Thomas and some picks for Dane. I'd take that over what Miami can offer kind of just because of the extra picks. But I don't know, man. It's probably – I feel like it's going to be Miami, but certainly uh, those other teams could be in play. Christian, what are your thoughts on uh, on this whole Dane situation? Honestly, I could give two – S-works because Dame is a drama queen, dragging this along for years and years and years of a possible train on finally gets him out. Dude, it's so over, like, it's over my head now. Like, it's just, like, old news. Like, okay, Dame, like, you finally want an actual official trade after flirting with it for so long. Like, I could care less, honestly. So, Colby, that's a, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a good point. Colby, you ready for this? Yeah, I just made this take. Which one, which departure right now are you guys already more fans of? Because these two players were there forever, and they're officially, I guess, now they're both officially gone. I guess you can say. We don't know what's going to happen with Dame, but it's requesting out. But let's say he's gone. Which which departure do you like the most here for these guys just individually? Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal? Whose departure do you are you happy for the most? Hey. Hey. I mean, both uh, guys, both guys are in tough. We're in tough spots. No, it's the thing is, the thing is, is that B, does Beal even play? Does Beal does Beal even touch basketball anymore? Like what? Like three minutes for the Suns. He'll be a valuable piece. He's got to be the number three plays, for a reason. When he plays, you're sure Christian's hundred percent right. Bradley Beal 
Oh my god! I mean, I don't want to like kill the don't, guy. Don't even don't even get me started on that bum the player. But he has gotten very overrated. Everyone has been like, everyone is like, oh, Bradley Beal, and which I've said this in the past. But if you look at the last like couple years, everyone is like, oh, Bradley Beal. Oh, he finally got off the horrible Wizards. Which yes, that's true. The Wizards have been a horrible organization, but the last two years, like he has declined a lot individually. He barely plays, is on hit. Like, this year they had Porzingis and Kuzma. If Bradley Beal is, like, as good as everyone's saying, he should at least be able to make the playoffs with that team. He doesn't really impact winning. Yep. And he screwed you with the no-trade clause, which you should never get yep. in a million years. Um, but the GM got fired because he did stupid stuff like that. So that's how it yep. got Yep. Hey. That's like I, I I could not even label you a Bradley Beal highlight within the past like five years. I could not name a single one of what this man is like. I we we he plays two games and then he's like what pulls an Anthony Davis pulls a hammy he's out for forty games like great dude like so that the Suns are gonna like the the Suns piss me off like they have no depth they have these starters that are playing all these money they're, they're just building up to fail. And I can't wait to see it happen because the Suns are a bunch of cornballs. Ah, that's a beautiful way to end it, how to describe the Suns, too. I agree. So corny what they're doing, but their owner is so aggressive. and It's just not look, It's not shaping up to look too good. But, um, yeah, and the Suns are looking corny, man. Cool. I mean, yeah, I don't really – I don't want to go to Adam as – Completely as much as that, but I do agree. I don't believe in the Suns. I don't think this roster that they're building is going to work ultimately. And Duran and Booker or Duran and Beal are going to miss so many games between the two of them. So, like, I don't think it's the smartest thing. And they have no picks for like the next 10 years almost. So, does this continue to tarnish KD's legacy if this doesn't work out? Like, just yes. like, let's say this three, this big three scenario ends just like how the Nets, where they only played what 20 games together. What and this exact scenario happens. They're all locked in on their contracts. That's the only thing. But, I mean, yeah, if it goes poorly, it will. And I think it very well could go poorly. It, in a little bit, yeah. I mean, just talking about just tarnishing, you know, careers and stuff, a little bit, like, it's a, it's becoming a reputation because ever since he left the Warriors, it's just been swing and misses, you know? So... He's definitely going to have, especially him being the main guy. And I mean, unless we're saying officially like Devin Booker's going to be the main guy here and, you know, maybe that pressure will be off him. Well, he's still going to be the number two focal point of this team. And I don't know. We'll see if Devin Booker can lives up to that, what Steph Curry was producing at that time. I don't know if he can. So that's, that's the, that's the tall order. And it's going to start, I think it will start showing on his reputation a little bit. He's still an amazing player. Everyone's always going to say that about Kevin Durant. He's still going to be one of the top scorers to ever play basketball. Everyone always is going to say that. But fact is, this man has been – he has been bouncing around from garden to garden like a snake. So, And it's sort of, I would argue, Harden's legacy is really turning into that right now. Ooh, that was someone that he's he's on this ESPN board. I wanted to get to him actually because he's Philly's been involved with this trade talk with Dame and Harden's been announced to be a part of some sort of trade also towards Clippers, the Suns, but I don't know. That Harden, I feel like his reputation in my eyes is already 
slight, very diminished. I, I wouldn't even say slightly. I would say very much diminished. Oh yeah, I'm much more fan of. Yeah, I, I would. I would agree, especially on his performance this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, yeah, I don't know where Harden's gonna end up, man. I honestly was thinking about it. My funny take: it's never gonna happen in a million years. But honestly, as far as just the best basketball fit for Harden, as far as what he wants to do, the best thing, and I don't, I think they could easily do it. It would be for him to go back to Brooklyn because that team needs a <laughs> creator like that. They have a bunch of wings that can kind of shoot and defend. They actually have like some pretty nice pieces that they got in the Durant and Kyrie trades. They have extra picks, and Harden. Obviously, like the reason he opted in is because no one's giving him a crazy bag. It's not like he has a crazy amount of value. So you wouldn't have to give up too much of all your assets to get him. And he would be exactly what that team needs. So I think that would be hilarious, but that would be like the best fit. You mean best fit was what? The Brooklyn Nets? Yeah, basketball wise. I don't think it will happen, but basketball wise, it would. That would be wild. And what would the Nets do? Be like, all right. Philly in return, you got to try it again with Ben Simmons. Get this dude off our roster. If we're taking this massive contract, you got to take this one. Is that what's happening here? I mean, I would, I would argue Houston. Go back to Houston. He's not going back to Houston, bro. That ship is sailed. They paid Fred Van Vliet instead. They maxed Fred Van Vliet for three years. They're not getting hard. That's that is insane to think about. <laughs> We'll get to Houston. We'll get to it. But yeah, he's not. That door's closed. I just can't believe, man, that he's in talks with the Clippers. That's all the Clippers have done right now. And they're already in the, the if with their swing and misses with the stars. Like their guys don't even play. They get hard, and this dude's never going to show up to the court. Like, it. it I don't know, man. Like, a part of me says he might actually end up being in L.A. somehow as a Clipper. But what if he's – I can definitely see him being maybe – I don't know if he'll be a part of the trade with uh, Damian Lillard. I wouldn't mind him just stashed away in Portland developing two other players. It would just be similar like it is in Houston. So, I don't know. Ah. I mean, maybe. I can see it. The Clippers, like, when they're all out there, the few times it happens, it could be good. But, yeah, I mean, I would understand it for the Clippers just to get off some of the salaries that they have. The Clippers are screwed, like, long-term, man. They they are in a rough spot going forward. I don't really know what their moves are going to be. So I could see it. It'd be interesting. But with Russ, eh, I don't know. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa. I, I see that slight jab you did there. Russell it's Westbrook coming back. He's coming back. I like, like veterans. He's coming back to play on a playoff team because he knew he knows there's something special brewing there. It's a good fit for him. He's at home. Don't don't do that. He's at home, man. Let let the man be. I think he's at a great fit. I think he's going to do great things for that team. You see what energy he brought off the bench. I think he can do that for that team for another couple of years. Honestly. No, I agree. I I wasn't trying to like bang on Russ. Like I think he fits well with the Clippers. Um, I just don't think him and Harden really make sense together. I know that's why I'm praying that he doesn't go back to the Clippers because I know Russell Westbrook will be pounding the wall, the sand, everything that you can just figuratively pound when you are just upset because 
he's just going back to a situation with this guy again. So it only lasted, what, a year? And they split after reuniting again? Yeah, not very long. So, yeah. I, I feel like Portland would be interesting, though, because then he would just be in the same situation like Christian was saying with Houston. No, Portland is not. They need to develop their young guards. So he would have to go to a third team. I don't think. Portland... And I think that the, the bigger problem that people are going to realize once this trade goes down, whenever it does, at some point to whatever team it is, I have a feeling it's going to be a random team that we're not thinking about. I just, that is just my gut sense with that. The Sixers are in a rut. Uh, they're once again with no improvements. Sam Embiid probably going to get hurt and no one else there to pick up the rest of the scraps. So the Sixers have a task ahead of themselves. Yeah, all they got is Maxi, man, to rely on. It's crazy. And they, and they won't trade him because, I mean, that's their most valuable piece. I mean, right now. That's why I'm thinking you have to trade Harden if you if someone were to come up with a Damian Lillard offer. You can't keep you, you gotta keep Maxi, right? You have to. He's the young, he's the young upcoming guy. He is that backup piece that you were just mentioning there. Yeah. And... <clears throat> can't just get rid of him, man. That's why I say it's it's interesting if if the Sixers were interested in this conversation. But I also agree with Christian, though. I do feel like it has to be some third-party team that we just don't know about. And it's just going to sweep sweep us. You know, I mean, I could, I could see him going somewhere weird. Orlando, sneaky one, if he wants to go win, play with Paulo and Paul. All right, all right. If he wants to win, and we're talking about young upcoming teams, let's not say the words Orlando. I don't think that's, uh, that's the place that's to go. playoff team easy with Corn. They're going to be a playoff team maybe without him. So, with him, I mean, what could they accomplish? Seven seed, six seed? I don't know. Let me go ahead and say Charlotte, then. Maybe they'll become a oh, team. Because Orlando, they could trade away some of all those guards that we've always talked about that they have. They have so many guards. <laughs> that is true. That would actually be a fun trade. That's actually that's a good point. Let's see. I'm looking at our, our list here. The same, same category that you had Orlando was the Pacers oh. and the Thunder. No. So and I don't think the Thunder are gonna even bat an eye towards Harden. So Orlando, it would be a probably low key it might be a good trade for the for the Sixers, honestly, it'd be a great trade for them. You'd see that. That'd be wild. I don't know if that'll happen or not, but that'd be cool. Kind of Harden throw lobs to Paolo Bancaro, Washington Cook. Could be nasty. To an <laughs> yeah, to an um, extent. Okay, so there's so much NBA. I don't want to go too long for us here. Damn man got his max, which is cool. He knew it was coming. Um, oh, don't get me started. I remember I was talking about how I was stuck with this dude until he left. I was stuck with the Wolves until he left, and now I'm stuck there for five more years. Thank you very well, much. Not necessarily. not necessarily, but. But I, I don't know, man. It's I mean, let me guess. You're going to just spend more money. On a on our superstar, don't get me twisted. I love that he's getting paid. You can't disagree with that. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, it's more money now. It's going to what top money contracts are going to, and Rudy, Cat. One of those guys got to go between Rudy and Cat now. Yeah. So arm for Rudy. So 
Cat has more value anyway, so you could get a lot for Cat. I, I would trade Cat. I mean, I think it makes sense. I mean, not also trading Rudy, but hey, you can trade whoever you want to trade. You know, in these days, I, I trade. I'm, I don't know who I trade at this point because of Cat's wild statements the other month. So <laughs> at this rate, it's uh, someone's got to go. It seems like. If if Dame would be willing to go to Minnesota, Dame for Cat would be fascinating to see, because that would be Portland having Cat would be interesting too to go with all those young guards. But um, I don't think that would ever happen. So that'd be cool though. Um, all right. So I was thinking, it's, I mean, we don't have to go through every signing and everything. You want to just hit my winners and losers to wrap up here, or anything else you want to hit on? Because um, that's how we can get a lot of the other news. Oh uh, yeah, if your winners and losers covers a lot of it, then yeah, we'll go ahead. So yeah, we've already hit on Dame, Westbrook, Harden, all of that. So, okay, so I have my winners and losers, and we got about four minutes here, and then I sent the uh, the other one. Um, so it's kind of a fluid list. There's only, like, a few that I feel solidly about. Others have kind of gone back and forth. This is draft and free agency sort of combined. Um, so you want to start with positive or negative, winners or losers? We always like to hear the bad things first. Let's hear it. All right, so my first loser, I think pretty obviously, the Warriors. I don't really know what they're doing. They have Chris Paul now. They still did not sign another big. Basically, all the best big guys are now off the market. I really don't know how they're going to expect to compete in this West without size. I think they're probably – I mean, the vibes will be better with Jordan Poole gone. Draymond is happy with his contract. He and Steph will still be great, but they're older. Clay is de- declining. Chris Paul is a weird fit. I don't know about the young guys, Moody and Kaminga, that are left. I really thought they needed to add like a legitimate big, but they have not. So the Warriors, I think, to me, have so far been a loser. I think Christian agrees with that one, actually. I think everyone here agrees with that. That's uh, actually would, a take. Yeah, would heavily agree with that one. Yeah, it's, we're, we hear, uh, we support the take of, no offense to him, but CP Zero Rings himself will not be helping out any situation when it comes to the rings. They need a big man. It's simple as that. And they went and got a small dude and tossed Jordan Poole, which... Probably was a good thing, but at the end of the day, you still got CP0 rings. And that's, I can't live for a storyline with CP0. Like, do they really believe in Kaminga that much? They still do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're, maybe they make another move trade or something out there somewhere, but I don't know what it is. They're looking in a tough spot in the West uh, out there. Um. All right, two, 240 to go here. Next loser. I don't mean to beat a dead horse with some of these, but I'm going to. The Raptors. So they lost Fred Van Fleet. They replace him. They should have traded him at the deadline. Instead, they lost him for nothing. Smart. Great job, Raptors. Uh, great job holding your ground and uh, demanding a high asking price because he got nothing. Um, and you replace him with Dennis Schroeder. You have a new coach, nurse out, um, the new Serbian coach. I apologize. I can't remember his name exactly. Um, but it feels like a rebuild, and yet they still don't want to move Ananobi or Siakam because their asking prices are way too high, but they should. They signed Jakopodal to a four-year, $80 million contract. He's a nice defensive interior presence, but he's not worth that contract at all. They're going to be a little worse than last year when they were a playing team, um, and they should just probably be trying to tear it down and get assets, but their asking price is too high, and I don't really like what they're doing or where they're headed. What are the odds they actually re-sign um, Spicy P? To an extension. I mean, he's under contract right now. To an extension, it's possible he wants to be there. Seems like he does, but I would try to trade him and get a good haul. 
I don't know. That's all I have to say about the drafters. I mean, let's be real. They missed their opportunity. That ship has sailed during the trade break. You had a whole, I feel like, 10-minute rant on how the Raptors should have gotten rid of their stuff, just like the Wizards should have. And now here they are with nothing and an embarrassment. And then just, you know, their players are in interesting places, too. It's going to be fun to hear where you talk about their locations. Yeah, it's like they um for that one ring they just traded away everything for <laughs> that one year of happiness to have ten years of this <laughs> boring. They 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 remind me so much of the Wizards um when they didn't do anything um all those years, which they still haven't um and it's just like no hope, like no fun to where your game is at. So that sucks, bro. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. All right, turning through this list to wrap up. The other losers I've got. Um, these are more fluid. You know, it's like I said, I kind of go back and forth. Those were the biggest ones. The Bulls. I mean, I get you don't want to let Vucevic walk for nothing, but to sign him to a three-year extension, not a bad price because he's a good player. But I just don't understand continuing to run it back and try it with this team that's obviously not going anywhere. I, I've also, as you said, John, with the Raptors, I'm beating that horse to death. So Mac and Hamp are on it too much, but they did nothing to drastically shake their team. They signed Javon Carter. That's really been their move. I thought they needed some sort of shakeup and mostly a full teardown, but at least something. And they've done nothing to this point. I I don't know if it's fair to say the Bulls are losers, I for say that in the, in the draft. They lost the Pap Everfact. I mean, Pap Everfact was going to co- go wherever the money's, wherever he is needed. Okay, he was going to go where the money was needing him. So, it's on to bigger, better things, Pat Bev is. Let's be real. He tried and bring his hometown to the playoffs with his Pat Bev effect. Just didn't work. It was electric while it was. But um, I don't know if that, I don't know if overall the Bulls are in the L zone. I feel like they're just in that, like they always are, in that weird, murky spot. It just sucks in their part that, um, Lonzo, like yeah. he had such like promise and stuff. Like he played good when I felt like when he was healthy with them. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it leads to the fact: do we ultimately blame the BBB shoes? I think we do have to start no. investigating that. I mean, yeah, people have said that that is part of it. Like it is really bad. Hmm. Something that even the NFL investigators can't even figure out. <laughs> Because it's been, what, how many years since we've seen Lazo play? Feels like two, right? Two years. I think it's only been one, but it's two. Last season, so like a year and a half at this point. But yeah, two or three seasons. And he's already announced that he's not playing next season. Yeah, he's out the whole year next year. So. It is. uh, So yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Um, it's just, yeah, it's still an L situation, Colby. Let's be real. No, the Bulls, they're, yeah, they're still <laughs> in an L situation. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. They're, it's still weird. Yeah. Okay. All right. I only have like one, two more like set losers, and then a sort of loser. Are the um, Nuggets on this list? We're not bringing back Bruce Brown. No, but they're an honorable mention. It's not great. They're kind of just betting on young draft picks. They do have a kid coming over from France that could maybe be something to help offset the loss. But heard that story before. I'll give it honorable mention. I didn't put them on a full loser, but it, it does stink. Um, 
Okay. Other loser pains me to say. Orlando Magic. I don't really get too much what they've done. Their draft picks were okay. I like Anthony Black, but it's another guard. It's a weird fit. Jed Howard seems like maybe it was a little bit of a reach, even though he's a nice shooter, Juwan Howard's son. We'll see what he develops into as an off-guard wing-type player. And then their only free agency move, even though they had cap space, was to pick up Joe Ingles. So I feel like they could have added a real veteran contributor who could have helped them win, compete for the playoffs. And I didn't really love the picks they made at 6-11, and 11, how they used those assets. I still think they'll be a playoff and mixed team, playing team for sure, because of Paolo. And I like Franz as well, but didn't love their offseason, if I'm being honest. You have some tough love for these guys, man, now. I see uh, you have such high expectations. When can you recognize that? Joe Harris, he'll at least spread the floor. You Joe. know, he'll shoot that three ball. He at Joe. least shoots it accurately. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Do you want to say something about Joe Harris, man? Uh, uh, I can res- I'm saying it's Joe Ingles, but go ahead. Oh, Ingles. All right. Ingles. Okay, never mind. Different player. Definitely different player. Holy Oh yeah, Joe Ingles. He's yeah, he, yeah, definitely, definitely different. Completely different, Joe. Um, we'll go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was about to say. I, I came like when I first heard you say that. I was like, wow, he really. I first, my real intention was, wow, he really is talking bad about Joe Harris. Like, he's not that bad. <laughs> I, was like, I was really thinking, like, dude, he's not that bad. But Joe Ingles is. He's like a. He's a respectable bet, isn't he? He's been the Utah's backup. He's been Utah staple for a minute. Yeah, he's on so, the last year. He, he's an old guy. But, you know, he's certainly old. Yeah, he's an old guy. So maybe it's what they need up in Orlando, you know? Maybe they need the old presence there. Could work. I don't know. We'll see. Know. It just seems, it, you know, Colby, again, it, I feel like for you, you're, you're being, a, that, I feel like you're putting the, the magic on this list because it's just tough luck right here. You have higher expectations. You yeah. want them to do something, but you have to remember at the end of the day, they're just the magic. That's true. That is very true. Um, Christian, you have any complaints about the magic? No, they're just there. All right. See? Uh, my last yeah. one, my fifth loser is the Hawks. The John Collins trade, you basically, after years of speculation, ended up just dumping him for Rudy Gay's salary. He was kind of an aging, washed-up player to get off his contract. But at least the saga is over. Other than that, you've really done nothing. You've swapped out some role guys uh, in various deals. Um, and, you know, it's just not the big shakeup they needed. I still feel like I've pitched on this podcast many times. I don't know if it would happen, but a DeJounte for cat trade would be pretty sick. Um, I don't know. Atlanta had to do something, in my opinion. I just don't like them more or less running it back with minor tweaks like no John Collins. I just don't feel like that's going to move the needle for me. So Atlanta, I thought, could have done better. I agree. John Collins, was he, wasn't he, more, he was pretty much a physical guy. He was that number two guy for him for a while. Um, and they had a questionable mix-up with how DeJounte has been added into this mixer, you know. It's been very questionable. And I feel like to keep your number two around with Collins would have been better especially when we were just talking about, hey, you could probably mix it up and send DeJounte out the door, but instead you kick out the guy that's been there. So um, just a quick refresher for me, Colby. Is Snyder still returning for coaching? Uh, yeah, for yeah, yeah. He just got yeah, an extension so. when they hired him, so, or a contract when they hired him. So he's the coach. So, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So I, I guess we'll um, kind of have to trust whatever Snyder in the front office is cooking, man. That's fair. They could be improved just because of Quinn Snyder being there a full year. He's a good coach. Good. Besides that, though, I do agree, though, with them being an Al Colby. Um, it sucks that they lost John Collins. And I'm still right there by you. I've actually been speaking that to John Tate trade more into existence, whether it be any big man, though, in the equation, of course, any big man. But Cat is just the more – I have tested it with the public. People have been more uh, conversationable when it comes to Cat than Rudy Gobert when, it, when I pitch it. So it's a, it's a good trade. It's a good idea. And I, I'll say that. I had the Wolves as another honorable mention because I thought they should have made a move, but don't feel like I agree. Hey, uh, we've been making moves. I don't know. We've been making moves. Okay. I know. I've seen role players. Shake Milton is yeah, that's great. That's oh fun. yeah, we're okay. Sorry, Cole. We don't want to throw boulders into the freaking <laughs> pond. We want... <laughs> we're the wolves, dang it! You saw what we did. We paid, and we just decided to throw the rest of the money at. Uh, we threw, we skipped rocks, and then we threw the rest to Anthony Edwards. So. There you go. Nah, was smart. I just feel like eventually you're going to have to move Cat and you'll be able to get something decent for him or you can have an actual kind of team that makes more sense, but a real team around here. Um, I'm hoping there's another team on this loser's list that you're holding off for, like, climatic. Yeah, that was the full list. Oh. Oh, man. Could have been on there before we do the winners quick. What about the Mavs? I have them. I didn't know what to do with the Mavs. I had them starred. They're obvious losers. They got bullied to signing Kyrie. Yeah, that's why I think they're not a winner. But I did really like their draft night moves. And, like, I think their other moves, they've at least improved the rest of the roster a little bit. And there's still a chance they could get Grant Williams or someone on a mid-level exception, which I would be really hard to trying to do if I was them. So I don't know. But the Kyrie thing, yeah, you're right about that. That does kind of make them a loser. But I kind of like their other moves. So that's why they weren't full loser. Hmm. Yeah, sorry to say that, Christian. They were the they were the loser I was looking for here. I didn't do anything, so it's kind of like, oh, another year, just going along. Nothing you do, no, nothing moves the needle for you when it comes to Kyrie, neither up or down. No, it's just there. Well, right, <laughs> that's a good segue to the winners. We want to hit a question segue. Oh, someone's just we there. About the Mavs. This isn't my number one biggest winner. Let me sway you a little bit, Christian, try to give you something here. I do have the Wizards as one of my winners of the offseason. I have them in the top three biggest winners of the offseason. They finally bit the bullet. They realized, hey, this treading in the middle of the playing zone, nowhere. They appear to, Christian, have competent people in charge for the first time in some time. I think you should maybe consider getting back in on the Wizards wagon with the way Dallas has been operating sometimes. That never that's happened. Be really that, hard, dude. Yeah, I was about to say you're telling him, "Hey, Christian, this is the best time to join well, the Wizards. Why? Because they got Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma starting out there. <laughs> they're going to be jacking up forty points. They're going to both have four. We said it. If they brought back Kuzma, they definitely will have both a chance to shoot up forty shots a game." <laughs> it definitely will. It'll be fun. I mean, and bad. It will be bad. very entertaining. I'll at least say you that, sell you that, Christian. If you were to go back to the Wizards, yeah. I'm just pitching this to you as well. I've um, the Wizards game for sure. Watch Jordan Pulsion thirty times. 
I'm down. I, just, I don't know how it, I don't know how I do that. I I've just seen myself watch that. I don't know how my reaction to that would be if I had to sit there and watch this man jack up 30 shots. <laughs> Turn around as Kyle Kuzma. He has his big jacket just right there on the feet on the court. <laughs> I don't know. This Can I say cool. on Kuz quickly though? Kuz is good. I was hoping he, is, he was gonna go to Sacramento. He would have been sick on Sacramento. Oh, that's, that's kind of what just the signing I was hoping for, but the Wizards gave him a lot of money to come back, so I get it. He's fine with being part of the rebuild as long as he gets his bag. And Kuzman Pool will be fun, but they're not going to win you many games. You can rebuild around it, and eventually you can ship Kuzma and probably Pool, depending what happens if you need to. So I thought the Wizards, I like their draft pick of Koulibaly as well. We talked about draft night, Jalen. So I think the Wizards... Michael Winger, who's running the team now, appears to know what he's doing, at least in concept. So that's good news for the people of Washington. Good way to kick off that winner's list, Bob. Um. All right. So another winner. This is another obvious one, and I hate to say it, but I'll just get it out of the way. Um. I mean, it's the Lakers. I do think the Lakers were a winner. They got deeper. They added wings who can shoot or versatile who fit with their team. They got Austin Reeves back at a much lower price than everyone thought they were going to have to pay. Um, the Lakers, and I think their draft pick in Shifano is at least interesting at 17. I mean, who knows what you're getting at 17. But about the Lakers, I mean, it pains me to say it, but they did get deeper and a little bit more versatile and better with Torian Prince, Gabe Vincent, and uh, getting Jackson Hayes, another big guy. Russell back cheap, Reeves back cheap, Rui back. I thought they had a really nice offseason. I mean, congratulations. You got yourself all your guys that were already mid, pretty mid in my eyes. They just got this. They're literally the Timberwolves with LeBron, man. And I don't know. I don't know how good they're going to be. Um, I'll see they're they're bringing as long as Delo's on there. I have confidence that he'll be the perfect double agent for any Western team that they play against because he's probably a shaky guy and how long they're going to keep him on there because the LA fans are going to just eat him apart and toss him off to the side. But I I can't sit here and say that they. I I don't know, man. I don't think these moves have made me say, yeah, they're top top team to contend for the for the title this year still i feel like they're the same guy they're the same team they decided a couple of role guys that believe it or not were on the wolves tory and prince i'm not shitting on you bud you did really good had great minutes for me but who knows how you play who knows how you play and when you have that lebron light on you as well so i don't know man i i still think this team is the same old lakers yeah they got their guys back they got that quote-unquote young core, but I questioned the young core from the beginning. And they just had this run that I believe just came out of the fact that LeBron and AD had a plan to play every other game, and that's it. So, yeah. That's my take on the Lakers. They can be in the win column here, I understand. It just disgusts me. (laughs) No, I agree, Jalen. The moment that D'Lo does bad, they'll just chew him up and throw him to the side like how they did with his first thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the Lakers, it doesn't move the needle a ton for me, but I do just think they got deeper and better. 
especially since dudes are going to miss games during the regular season. And they should be in a position where they have a chance to be a higher seed this year. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see, you know. Uh, when it comes to the Lakers, I always have to say we'll see. They had a terrible start to the season last time. Literally with the same situation as last time. Like, oh, they got this young, fascinating core. And then by the time we were like a week before the trade deadline, they were asking and begging and asking, literally almost probably, I can get, I don't know how many sacrifices were made to the basketball gods to make Rob Polinka do something um, for the trade deadline so they can shut up. So, and they actually did do something. So for me, it's like, all right, here we go again. I'm going to sit here and wait till the trade deadline. I'll I'll be a little patient. How about that? I won't say, I won't say too many negative things until the trade deadline. I'll try and hold it back. That's my goal. But I I feel like this is just going to be a copy and paste of how it was last time. They're just going to be like, they're going to bitch and moan all the way up to the trade deadline. And they're going to scrap it all together make the playoffs, and then everyone's going to be hyped that they're in, and then somehow, some way, they're not. So, I, I'm sorry, but I'll try to be, I'll, I'll be more optimistic. I'll try. I just can't stand these Lakers, man. I can't stand. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I agree with that. I have no issue with, with what you said there. Okay, I'll try to crank through the rest of these winners. I got to be honest, I haven't loved a lot of the offseason moves this year, and it's not like it's been a crazy free agent class. So, it was honestly tougher to find winners than losers. Hate to sound negative. Um, all right, we'll go to the next group. Kind of the sort of asterisk winners. I don't know exactly if you'd even call them full winners. The Rockets, as much as they did overpay for their for it, they set out to do what they wanted. They get. I thought the Rockets are a winner to me because their draft night went super well. Getting Cam Whitmore to fall to them at twenty medical concerns inside, and Amen Amen Thompson has a high ceiling as a guard. Now Van Fleet. Can start, be the point guard. Thompson can learn behind him. Van Fleet, I saw the ringer called him, uh, said it was the most lucrative contract ever for a nanny because he's basically going to be trying to <laughs> show and help develop the young guys. And then you have Dylan Brooks to like play defense and do his Dylan Brooks things, whatever. I obviously don't love him, and they overpaid for him four years, 80 mil. But they do okay, okay, see it's a protected pick. So they're trying to compete and get these young guys to grow. And because I like their draft so much, I still, even though they overpaid, overall think is a win of an offseason. It's much better. I'm just and also because the other thing that's out there, right, is they're gonna sign Harden. This I think, say we want, was much better. It makes much more sense with their team than signing Harden. Yeah, these moves add up to way more sense than than signing Harden. Um whew, man, I, I actually it took me a minute to like, yeah, that contract is steep for Dylan Brooks. But you have to understand he has to go to a rebuilding situation where these young stars have to prove it. And he also now has to prove it. So I think it's a good situation for him. Uh, hopefully, he could, I mean, if he does bad, he'll be quiet in Houston, you know. We probably won't be talking and thinking about him that much unless he plays against the superstar or highlighted teams of that week. Besides that, not really. You know, if they turn up, then then that's the only time we have to talk about it when he actually proves it. Um, Van Fleet, though, it is funny that you said that. He does have to play nanny to these guards because these dudes are known. <clears throat> some of them are actually known for causing a little bit of, a, we'll say, off-court drama these last couple of days. <laughs> um, and, their new, and their new cycle and everything. I mean, they were the first ones to probably test the Twitter limit. I think that was posted on there. Uh, that probably tested some people's limits on there. But... 
Yeah, man. I, it, they got it. He Van Fleet's got a job ahead of him when it comes to this. Nan, if you, where, where you put it to, uh, where you put it in regards of Nan, like being a nanny and helping these young guys out. Because let's say, uh, yeah, he's got a run ahead of him. If you haven't heard, Colby. That is true. So. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, Houston's gonna be so fascinating to watch this year, man. I really just don't know what they're going to look like. I think it could go pretty well, or it could also go disastrously bad. Um, you mentioned the Jalen Green stuff. We don't have to hit on that too deeply, but... All right. Oh, well, he whoa, lost. Whoa, him. whoa, yeah, too deeply, uh, man. Wow. Jeez, cold. It's uh, an interesting situation down there. I, I, But overall, I do think they're in an... Down there. Whoa, Colby. Come on, man. We're probably not talking about this. Okay. Let's anyway. move off of Houston. Let's move off of H-Town. All right, let me get some other extras. So these are my other two asterisk winners. One, I feel like is a half asterisk because I still feel like there's a move out there, but it's the Kings. I was hoping they would go for a more aggressive signing like a Kuzma or a wing player like that, but they got Harrison Barnes back at a lower number. They sign a EuroLeague MVP wing type dude. Forget his name exactly. Uh, so he's coming over on a three-year deal, 6'9", should give him some wing scoring. And they also got Chris Duarte from the Pacers, who I like as a shooter young wing again. So they added a little bit more depth. Again, I still think it's possible there's another move out there to be made maybe on the trade market because they do still have some cap room to maneuver with. I think they're in a good spot, man. They're betting on development of Keegan Murray and Fox and Sabonis to take another year. They also extend Sabonis. So I really like where the Kings are at. It wasn't a splashy offseason, but I like what they've done so far. I mean, that's the Kings for you, right? they always been that secretly quiet team. The biggest thing that they've done was install the beam. Little did they did we know. Little did we know. It was the biggest addition in their offseason last season. So who is the sneaky beam lighter for them this time? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they if they can take a big step forward uh, this next season, year two with Mike Brown. They're also a team that could probably use a big. Maybe one more, like, for off the bench. Yeah, that's possible. Mm -hmm. Let's see it. I like a lot of their wing dip, though. Um, Okay. And uh, I'll finish with this one. My number one winner, by far. I thought my favorite offseason so far pretty easily. The Indiana Pacers. Did they overpay for Bruce Brown a little bit? Sure. But he's awesome. He was so good in the finals and the playoffs. He's going to fit with them perfectly. They have Navard coming back another year with Halliburton, who they extended. Naismith, they got a year two with Matherin, who I like a lot. He's going to be awesome. And they added, in addition to, uh, they got Obi Toppin, who's a forward, in addition to Bruce Brown, who I think has been really good when he's played for the Knicks. He's just kind of in a weird spot with that rotation. So I think he fits perfectly at the four. And you and I both like the draft pick of Jairus Walker to give them a couple forward options. They're going to play with Halliburton. They can play fast. They have versatility, ton of options. They still have Buddy Heald, Turner. I think the Pacers are going to be a playoff team next year. They're in a really good spot. I love what the Pacers have done, building the score. Yeah, they're cooking up something up there in Indiana, and they would have been a fun team. For I mean, it's wild. They were one of the teams that you had for would be fun to have if Wimby got. Looks like they prepared for Wimby, whether or not he would have shown up or not. And – I think they're still well-suited to go pretty far next season, it sounds like. 
Or at least gearing up to. Yeah. I don't know. You might be a little too high on Bruce Brown. I mean, I think he'll help them. I think they'll be improved overall. Only time can tell. Only time can tell. But that is a pretty solid list, Cole. But I will tell you that. I appreciate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Is there any more NBA stuff we got, Colby? I think we covered most of the big things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can talk more next time uh, later this week, but. I want to see if there's something possible. I, I want to see if there's stuff. a way for me to preview. Bucks resigned Jonathan and Lopez. That's something. Who? The twins together. What? Who? I didn't hear. The Lopez brothers are sticking together. Yeah, and... yeah. they got Robin as well. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. Well, it's pretty interesting stuff. So, Colby, if there's nothing left, oh, dang it. Participant screen share is not on. I was going to do a little sneak peek of uh, the Pyramids of Jay Eza for us to wrap up here. Oh, but, uh, I can probably give it to you. Hang on. Let me see if I can figure this out. Since we were at least talking about our you know, NFL host. predictions, we can at least wrap this up real quick. You go to the host. You should be able to do it now. Oh, that. There we go. Um, This one. All right. Can y'all see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. We got Jane Leanna Jones here. Um, we're out here. We're back at the Pyramids of Jay Eza. As you can see, last season we were here. We went to the Pyramids of Jay Eza. Um, we discovered Philadelphia. We were very, very correct. Um, I feel like this time it would be nice just to preview um let's see i'm pretty sure this is my offense one right off the bat okay yeah i think this is offense right off the bat so okay. just for the fun ones we're gonna go off the bat offenses that'll just make you cover your eyes just like in indiana jones you gotta cover your eyes or else you're just gonna melt or whatever the heck happened to them in those oh. movies um right off the bat cover your eyes it's gonna be the cardinals the packers the colts the Titans, the Rams, and there you go. These are going to be teams oh. that are going to be pretty hard to watch, guys. Come on, let's be real. Um, these offenses, no one wants to see this. Jordan Love, come on. We've seen this. We've seen three or four games. Overall, that's pretty good. <laughs> We've seen three or four games of Jordan Love's uh, offensive skills. So I already want to cover my eyes, at least. I already know better. I'm like, no, Indiana Jones. What do you expect? Um all right, and I guess I'll give you a little sneak peek preview of who our defense is here. Looking at the bottom of the pyramids for defense, we've got the holy fail. Um, obviously, any Jones, he's looking for the holy grail. These ones are going to be holy fails. Um, right off the bat, we got the Saints, the Broncos, Cardinals again. Sorry, John, again. And um, the Colts and the Rams again. Listen, you guys are betting on the AD to do everything for you for the Rams. That's the only only thing that I'm giving you the slight advantage of when it comes to them. They got rid of uh, – I don't know what they got, a bunch of, what, second-year and rookies? Uh, we're looking at the Cardinals here. John Gannon, you got a long way to go, buddy. But I think the surprising one here is the Broncos because they got rid of my favorite defensive coordinator in Evero. He's on the Panthers now. A little sneak peek there. This is why we wanted to preview this um he's on the panthers now folks so and guess who's filling in for him 
I hope you remember the name. It's Vance Joseph. Oh God! <laughs> wow, former. So if you need more reason to turn tail on their uh, nine and eight on the Broncos, and maybe that sways a little bit of you. I, I wish I knew a little more, but it makes me happy they're not in the playoffs. So, <laughs> holy fail and cover your eyes, Colby and oh. Christian. Those are our two premiering and the pyramids of Jayiza return of greatness. Obviously, I wonder what we're going to discover this time, folks. That was phenomenal. I'm excited to get into the uh, full full thing next time. Oh yeah, had to had to. I mean, these things they just they just got the uh, they got the electric taste to it. And as you can see, this one's just the last one. You can see the repeated names. These are going to be 2024. Here we come. You know, you can already tell. We're going to put the Titans in there early. I I'm already dismissive of them. So I think uh, I, I was saying at the beginning of this podcast. I think it was funny what the where we had the Titans because I did have them dead last in my pyramids. So, yeah, that's in uh, in the terms of Looney Tunes is all, folks, on the pyramids there. All right. Let's, let's uh, wrap this thing up. All right. Oh, well, we need to wrap this thing up, Colby. I'm just saying we've had it on for a while. Wrap it up. No, no. It's because we always wrap it up with the good old. Some final thoughts. All right, Colby. Let's wrap it up, bud. Final thoughts. Um, It's pretty interesting baseball stuff. I thought it's cool how a lot of the teams that spent a bunch of money, it's still not working for them. Pirates have been scrappy with Henry Davis. Um, Ellie De La Cruz on the Met or the Reds is just insane, though. He does crazy stuff, and obviously Otani, but uh, De La Cruz is just an awesome young player for baseball, so that's my final thought. Oh, well, that's a nice little sidebar there for you. Christian, you got any final thoughts? Yeah, Adley in the home run derby is going to be exciting. Um, he got snubbed from the all-star starters, which is absolute a disgrace to the sport. Um, and, yeah, and I'll be heading off to Denver next weekend to see the Rockies and the Rapids. So it should be an exciting weekend next week. And see, and that is, folks, my final thought here is Christian – as you're preparing for your trip to the Rockies, do you recognize any of these names? On the, no, because sir. guess what? I'm sorry to inform you. I don't think we're going to have Aaron Judge popping bombs at the at the Coors Field. So my final thought is: I hope that any Rockies players can come out and make this an interesting game, and then when uh whenever they get back from the All Star break, because I'm here with you guys, I have high expectations. For the home run derby, huge fan of it. By the way, love the all, love the all star home run derby. Um, couldn't care less for the celebrity game, even though you get some good memes <laughs> out of it sometimes. But uh, I think the home run derby is where it's at this year. Adley Rutschman going up against the polar bear and Julio returning to defend the home field as well. It's, still- it's already a stellar lineup already with just those three mentions. And you have Ellie De La Cruz actually making news in the home run derby by declining it. I mean, it's it's already in my books. Already, that's already in my. It sticks. It shakes me a little bit when I hear a player yeah. decline the home run derby. It's like, ah, oh, really, man? Like I understand a little bit, but like, come on, this is this is for the entertainment. This is for you know everyone loves the home run derby. You're just hitting bombs. So, yeah, that is, folks. My <laughs> final my final thoughts, and it's a that was a big final thought. 
That was a lot. As always, just like this episode. It's been a lot of good stuff. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.